Yeah. Ooh, that's that's some high stakes shit there. The naked knife fight. <laughs> Everybody just stabs directly for the genitals every time. Where else would you stab for? Well, vitals. So once you get him down with the vitals, then you can take your time with the genitals. I mean, Ooh, I don't know why. I'm... Are you down with the vitals? <laughs> Gross. I'm done with the genitals. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Welcome to Pow fuck. West Fuck <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Hey, that was just as good as every other time, so <laughs> Did you spill the slime on you? No, I'm good, man I'm about okay. to spill it in me, though Oh, gross Spill the, the slime in me Spill anything into anybody and it conjures <laughs> some imagery Spill your seed into yourself Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on my resume from now on. Conjurer of imagery. <laughs> Fuck, that's I, think, so huh? I think that's how slugs reproduce. You know, <laughs> no, I was just reading an article the other day about like, you know, when they put up job postings and shit like that. Nowadays, like we need a Photoshop ninja with, you know, mad fucking bear slaughtering skills to oh god kill the bear market and like just all this crazy Means what are they, nothing. What do they? What do they have against the gay community, man? I. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, how the fuck are you supposed to respond to that? It's like, yes, I indeed am a ninja. I studied for three years at MIT in the ninjutsu studies, you know. Program. You, remember, you remember that band that played the Funhouse a couple of times called Ninja? Was it Ninja Academy or something like that? Yeah. Those guys were rad. Yeah. They were like they would do like Dave Brubeck covers as like a like a. I don't even know what they were like a punk prog kind of outfit. But yep. then there's a there's just a guy in the band that didn't play anything. He was in a full ninja costume, just like doing fucking nunchuck routines on the <laughs> like in front of the stage on the floor. Yep. Oh, the good old days. We had a Sasquatch with a mullet that played the triangle. So nice. Yep. All right. That just always makes me think of uh, international espionage. You know where they yeah. I was just black. about to say that. Those guys were the trip. They got like surveillance cameras, like hooked up to TVs all over the stage, pointing to cameras at uh, different band members. It's, like, <laughs> it's all dark, and there's a giant like f like spinning red fucking light stuck on top of something. And they're basically wearing ninja suits too, but they have like headlamps on, so that's yeah. the only way you can see them. And like one of them has like rope, you know, around his body as if he's supposed <laughs> to be repelling. Yeah, this is a fucking great band name too. International yeah. Espionage. Absolutely. Well, speaking of international, um, as you all know, we've been on lockdown for some time. I'm sure you all are, too, um, because we have an international pandemic going on. So we thought that it would be appropriate and timely and topical and all that other fun shit to uh, talk about uh, um, pandem pandemics, uh, ho hopefully concentrating mostly on viruses uh, in the 1800s. Pandemics of the Wild West. Yes. Pandemorific. 
unfortunately, a lot of the pandemics, well, I mean, there was a lot in the West. Um, not, I wouldn't say not as juicy, I guess kind of just more sad. Anything, Plus, I like, feel so- like there was, there was less uh, concentrated population at that time out in the West, too, right? Well, the so- problem was there was large concentrated population of Native Americans, and after oh, the pandemics, yeah. they weren't as concentrated anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> You wipe out a third of the population, and um, that'll that'll happen. So we're going to be diving into that fun shit. Diving um, into the shallow end of the yeah. gene pool. So uh, I would think uh, 90%, that's kind of the larger figure of the native population, died between Columbus and the arrival of the Mayflower in 1620. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, they had a whole 200 years to wipe out 90%. I mean, that's... Well, that's starting from, you know, Hispaniola. The other Car- yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, I know. To central <laughs> Mexico and then spread everywhere else. Fuck. So these are the greatest hits of the 1800s, the diseases. So Christ. other things to check out, End of the World podcast with our friend Josh Clark there. He did a, a good one about pandemics like a year before okay. this all hit. Of course, Guns, Germs, and Steel, if you've read that one. And 1491 is always a good one, too, just a reference. Yeah, this type 1491, of shit. I have actually read uh, Guns, Germs, and Steel. I have not. But it sounds like, you know, something you'd find at, like, a, you know, uh, strip mall, you know, just sells, like... <laughs> it's a fuck. tribute band for Guns and Roses and what? the Germs and <laughs> Judas and, Priest. <laughs> oh, there you go. I thought it was more like they sell a bunch of mall ninja shit to include like little vials of like smallpox and anthrax and shit. You know, you get a sword shaped like a lightning bolt, like an AK-47 with a chainsaw bayonet, and then like a little vial of like Ebola. You know, that works. Every every $200 you spend, you get a free vial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a a different... Off the the vial tree. Of a different thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, All right, Will, where do you want to start off with your Comic Sans notes here? Well, uh, just a short little uh, way that uh, viruses and bacteria can fuck shit up. Uh, guess who the first slaves were way back when in the 1600s? That would be the Irish. Oh, yeah? Whoa. They really? could buy... Well, they, it was more indentured servitude. They could buy their freedom after like seven or eight years. Oh, is that all? But the pasty white ginger assholes in South Carolina didn't really last very long. And they died by the thousands, so... Oh, because he takes That somebody. is because of malaria. Anything you have to say to me, you can say it in front of malaria. Anything? Anything. Fine. Malaria's got mossy teeth, dandruff, and a fat butt. Cuss! Oh, and yeah. They wanted uh, people that were kind of resistant to tropical diseases. And the trade winds kind of took them past Africa anyway, so... Slavery, there you go, in a nutshell. Yay. Hooray. Well, that's the thing about malaria is we now know, everybody knows, that malaria is spread by Tony? No, it's not by spread by me, motherfucker. No, what's it, what's it spread <laughs> oh, by uh, there? Spread by a woodpecker. No, uh, other bird. <laughs> it's a mosquito. Yeah, Hooray. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you did a commercial with the same <laughs> name. Two commercials. The Minnesota State Bird, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Fuck, if I've seen mosquitoes anywhere, though, Alaska had to take the cake. God damn it. Oh, I, got really? bit, I got bit in the fucking eyelid by one. It looked like somebody fucking punched me in the fucking face. Ooh. Crazy. Yeah, they were all yeah. over the place. Try to there. explain a mosquito bite on your pecker to your old lady. Well, <laughs> just tell her it's herpes. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, 
I swear, babe, it was another woman. <laughs> Let's move on to cholera, though, because that was the hip thing in the 1800s. You know, I've never looked up what that shit actually is. Cholera? Oh, yeah. I thought it, I always just imagined it gives you the shits to death. Yep, uh, that is correct, sir. Is okay. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I. That's why it's one of the fast acting ones. Fast acting, to acting, yeah. Fast acting, Massagill. Yeah. Ugh. Boom. Gross. I thought. So is cholera the same thing then as like, like giardia, or related to like giardia, or like you know beaver fever, any of that shit, or is it different? It's basically the same. You're just eating shit, and you don't. Not supposed to eat shit. At least yeah. other people's shit. You can oh. eat your own shit. It brings new meaning to the term "eat shit and die." Well, and yeah. so cholera is probably if it's coming from shit, it's probably I'm assuming bacterial, huh? Yes, sir. Vibrocholery. Bacterial disease causing severe diarrhea and dehydration, usually spread in water and food. Yeah. Yep. See, here's here's kind of a thing with uh, the bacterial stuff. You're going to see a lot of those coming through more um, hoop. There's a lot of bacterial stuff that happens in poop. Not as much virus stuff in the poop. But, you know, bacteria, like, you know, think about when you were in, like, you know, a uh, uh, biology class or whatever, and you do, like, the Petri dish, and mm -hmm. you swab your mouth, and little bacteria grows. Well, poop is kind of a good substitute for the stuff in the Petri dish, you know. Um, gotcha. So bacteria thrives in there. Plus, you have a bunch of bacteria and stuff already living in your guts, your gut flora, mm -hmm. that actually helps you break down uh, some of the things you're digesting. So yeah, when it when it's poop related, a lot of times that's going to be a, a bacterial disease. I think in the country as at large right now, you know, we have all the anti-vax bullshit and all this stuff, and there's seemingly this broad misunderstanding about the differences between bacteria, viruses, what treats which. You know, like you can't vaccinate for a bacteria. No. You know, it, it's yeah. shit like that. But uh, we're gonna kind of like tickle the surface a little bit of that. It's not like any of us are like epidemiologists or fucking virologists or anything, but we're going to do it a little bit, but yeah, anyway, well, carrying on. Guess what you get to do if you don't have the right flora and fauna in your gutty works? Eat some poop or have some poop shoved up your butt? Yeah. Yep, poop milkshakes. Oh. <laughs> I, I've seen, there was like, a, I think a Vice video documentary about this guy that like had had uh, gut issues and so they were, he he couldn't get any doctors in his area to, to give him like a, a a shit enema, right? To like put put new flora up in there. So he started like making pills with his friends, like like shit, and taking the pills. And they're like time release capsules, right? That oh, like they, mm. they don't burn away until it gets into your lower intestine. <laughs> Wouldn't it be just easier to get like a shit enema? <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather go. You know, that's a long route. That's a for long them. way to do it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it kind of worked though. He said like it didn't cure all of his stomach problems, but he f he felt way better afterward. And it started in a new uh, colony basically in his gut, so yeah. he didn't have to keep taking the pills. He just like took them until shit started getting better, and then you know you don't have to take them anymore because your gut's doing that. And right. that's what some people that have really terrible diet, you know, like it just kills off all the all the flora in your gut, and then you cannot digest shit properly. That's why it's important to like uh, you know let your dog like sit down on your sandwich before you eat it. Like, Absolutely. Drop Absolutely. His, drop your Jello on the floor and then lap it up so you can get some of that you know naturally yeah. occurring. And only drink. Or just go to Burger King. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> or, or and always remember just only stick to about one fifth of uh, vodka a day. 
right. go with to go with your beers. You don't want to drink too. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it'll yeah. Dis disinfect all your blood, kind of uh -huh. like the, the 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 bleach we're all supposed to be injecting. <laughs> like, I I used to joke about that for years, and then I finally figured out that people actually do that. Fine. Okay. What inject inject bleach or fucking or just drink the shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sadly, well, like I said, uh, I, I, I texted you that last night, Tony. With it seems like Trump uh, like read an article. It's not the same guy that's drinking all the bleach on Eric's video. Yeah, but it's from the same church or whatever. And yeah, it, it, it seems like uh, I think like he read an article and then like two days later came up with this. You know, hey, well, how about we just bleach everybody's insides? Oh God, kind of stuff. And you know, if you recall, like the video that guy. Yeah, we just inject cattle with it, and then we inject ourselves. We like mixing it with Gatorade, Ugh. all this kind of shit. Yeah, so it's it's good stuff. He he heard that fucking that Dead Milkman song one time, and he was like, "Yep, that's what we're gonna do." The Bleach yep. Boys. Yep. Fuck. But anyway, so Ooh, yeah. right along. Mm -hmm. So it also causes vomiting and muscle cramps. Dehydration uh, sets in pretty quick, and that turns your skin blue like a Smurf. Whoa. So it can come on within uh, as soon as two hours to five days, uh, usually from unsanitary water. We said that. But as far as, you know, like uh, typhoid too, it usually was contained to cities. But if you're along the Oregon Trail and everybody's using the same watering holes, yeah. that can spread it pretty quickly, too. So. Well, in a lot of places, like, yeah, it's like, oh, let's go fetch a pail of water from the creek. Never mind that, like, the runoff from, like, the cow shitting in it and, like, you know. Yeah, they got to remember, once again, we, I think we've talked about this a bunch before. This is still a time where people kind of, like, didn't know what made you sick yet. Um, and it was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, they thought it was it, bad smells. <laughs> bad smells. Um, yeah. they At the time, they thought malaria. I think they, and they were close because it was like, oh, People who hang out in swampy areas catch malaria. They thought it was from nasty swamp air. Well, n no, but it is from being in the swamp because what's breeding and, you know, infesting the swamp is fucking mosquitoes. So, you know, it's it's like they kind of had an idea of, of, the, uh, of, of the situations that would get you sick, but they had no knowledge of stuff you couldn't see with the naked eye. Right. So, yep. um... No Miasma germ is what it was called. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, there was no germ theory yet, even. Nope. Uh, yeah, so even today, there's still 5 million people affected a year. Between 28,000 and 130,000 deaths a year. So I always like those figures that range from 2 to a million. But Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like reasonable margin of error of like... Yeah, it could be a few, much. but it could be a whole shitload, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> we can say with absolutely no degree of certainty that... <laughs> These numbers are or are not accurate. Nine out of ten Helens agree. <laughs> yeah. Thirty Helens agree. All the squad deserves another chance. <laughs> I remember a time when coleslaw practically anchored a meal. <laughs> now it just sits there in your plate. Personally, I like the taste. 30 Helens agree. Coleslaw deserves another chance. It's my favorite. I fucking that, love that shit. That and Cabbage Head. <laughs> so, ladies, I see you got the french fries. 
I'm sensitive to a modern woman's needs. So it even dates way back to the 5th century BCE, but really it caught on in the 1800s from India. It's like, dear diary, wife shit all over our cave last night and died. I, I have a <laughs> new, new fetish. <laughs> so cholera is Greek for bile. Uh, then it, from India went to Russia in 1817, and then from there on to Europe, then to North America along the, all the trade routes. Yeah, Seven, cholera world tour. Yeah. Yep. So that is seven pandemics in the last 200 years. Last one was in 1961. Last wow. cholera pandemic? Yep. Holy shit. That was in Indonesia, I guess. Whoa. Yeah. I, I just want to put on record that I was into it, into cholera way before it was cool. All right, hipster. <laughs> yeah, man. I started like eating my dog's shit and other people's shit when I was like a two year old. I had cholera so much. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit on me. Uh -huh. Shit so, on me. <laughs> shit on me out. <laughs> uh, so the second pandemic is the one that hits North America between 1826 and 1837. That's because a lot more honkies are moving out here. Uh, in Russia alone, between 1847 to 1851, more than a million people died. So that's good. Uh, second pandemic in the U.S. killed 150,000. Of course, these are not really counting uh, much of... History is uh, written by the victors, and not a lot of the victors were the native population, so right. I'm sure it doesn't include a lot of that. Well, also, a lot of them didn't have written language, too. Yep. So history is also written by the people who write. And the people who care to count. Yeah, because we have a quote for somebody down the line. It's like I stopped counting after five, so <laughs> <laughs> could have been two, could have been two million. I don't fucking know. I stopped counting. Uh, between nineteen hundred and nineteen twenty, eight million people dead in India. Uh, John Snow was the first in England to first identify it and tell people not to shit in their water well. John Snow, like from Game yep. of Thrones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow, you've got around. Storm's coming. Yeah, winter is shit, coming. Shit storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe some sleet and some... <laughs> uh, now my watch has ended. <laughs> yeah. So some of the folklore cures at the time were cholera belts to wear around your tummy tum. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. Just the uh, word cholera belt does not sound good at all. Well, it sounds like the fucking like wheat belt or the rust belt. Yo, welcome to the cholera belt. Well, what do you do around here? <laughs> well, we just shit a lot. It's the same as Ohio anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. thought a cold tummy would cause cholera. Uh, tomato syrup would cure it also. Tomato but syrup? Tomato syrup. Tomato syrup. Isn't that he just put, ketchup? You put that on spinach yeah. pancakes. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm. But uh, mostly laudanum would do the trick until he oh. died, at least. Until <laughs> yeah, yeah. you died of an overdose. Well, it doesn't cure the symptom. Actually, yeah, actually it would. Because yeah, it, it would plug it, you up. It would plug you up, yeah. It would, And it would definitely make you not care about the cholera. <laughs> All right. Uh, one I cure that did work was lemonade. Because it would kind of replace your electrolytes <laughs> and make Brano grow too. Or Brondo, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What plants crave. You did say lemonade, right? I'm yeah. not crazy. Okay, cool. Yep. 
Well, I mean, around the be- corner, fudge is made. Before there was Gatorade, <laughs> there was that old timey lemonade shit. Without, you know, without gators. Yes. No sugars and electrolyte. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm about to do the idiocracy thing. Is like, fuck. What is an electrolyte? Because my <laughs> well, I mean, my mind immediately went to you. Remember when they used to have those little uh, clocks where you like plug two electrodes into a lemon? Yeah. And the yeah, lemon yeah. can power a clock. I yeah. know that's not caused by the electrolytes. I know that's caused by the charge of the, oh, yeah, as, the acid reacting with the yeah. copper. Yep. But that's immediately the picture I got in my mind because we were talking about lemonade and then electricity, <laughs> electrolyte. Like, so, kids, this is how fucking pseudoscience gets started. And this is why people are, like, eating each other's shit and injecting right, I'm, I'm, I'm an ASC certified mechanic, and uh, an electrolyte is... <laughs> I'm not reading off of anything. I'm just this is what I remember from school. An electrolyte is a, a a mixture of some kind. It's usually a liquid or a gel, and it's a it's any kind of uh, material that can um, conduct uh, conduct the charge. Yeah. Okay, figured because like isn't that's like... why salt salt uh, highly ionized. It's like a positive ion. I was just um, gonna say salt water electrodes in yeah. salt water, or like when you do electrolysis on your like on uh, the boats that are in salt water, mm-hmm. where the props start corroding. Yep. They yeah okay. Right, and then, so not, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure sugar in water is also an electrolyte. Probably not as good as salt water, but it, I'm, it's well, I'm thinking pretty much any kind of solution, probably where you know you got more than just the water going on. Anything suspended in solution, yeah, maybe cyanide, uh, yeah, mm, fucking sea monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a uh, one good. I think it was behind the bastards where the guy who invented sea monkeys or brine shrimp. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say how help fund you... the modern KKK like white power movement in uh, in Idaho there, but he oh. was secretly Jewish. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's a big pile of what the fuck. There's a lot well, of shit going on there. Well, that do you remember the what the like what the illustration on the sea monkeys packet? What they were look what they looked like? They, yep. they look like like uh, seahorses, kind of. No, they were little white naked white people, but they had kind of weird crowns on their head and they had little fish tails. Oh, I'm not thinking and, of the same. And kind of like fingers. We'll just Google it real quick. Like they have like fingers from Mac and me, and there's like, <laughs> yeah. like and there's like a mother, father, and child. They love Coca Cola. But I mean, it's like I'm wondering if that wasn't like what the perfect Aryan is supposed to look like. <laughs> is some kind of. <laughs> that would be awesome if that was the case. If that's what all these idiots were striving for is perfect uh, sea monkey dominance. <laughs> well, you have to live like in a small little aquarium on some asshole's shelf, you know. Some Maybe we are, kid. man. Maybe we are. Whoa. All right, that's going up on Instagram. And I'm not <laughs> I am not gonna wait for this one. I'm putting it up right now. Okay. All of you. So the explosion of the California gold rush in eighteen forty nine brought more cholera west and Yay. knocked out a lot of the Plains tribes, especially the Comanches and the Kiowa along the Santa Fe Trail there. So that's why they're kidnapping Whitey like uh, Quanta Parker's mommy. Right. Uh, Comanche had their population drop by half between 1849 and 1851. So they were... 20,000 to 12,000. So they were full on doing like like the trope from all the apocalypse movies like, oh no, we got to repopulate the earth. How do we do it? You know, and like they literally go... Yeah. Then smallpox hit them in 62... Then cholera hits them again in 67. Wow. 
It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, so by 1870, the numbers are like 8,000 for the whole enchilada. 8,000 left or 8,000 dead? 8,000 left. That's what I figured. That that doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. But, you know, the Comanche were kind of like the the Lakota of the the South. They had a whole shitload of different bands and, and shit. Right. So... The only one that the Indians gave back to Whitey was probably syphilis, but you hear different accounts on that too. So, well, yeah, we covered that in one of our earlier episodes from last season. Like nobody's quite sure, but everybody just blames each other for where syphilis came from. It's like, oh no, we got it from Indians. No, 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 it came from the Polish. No, it came from the French. And I like <laughs> how like like about sixty percent of people like allude to it coming from the French because you know. Sexy time stuff is always French. Those dirty French. They're not as repressed as us. No. All right, carry on. So the only domesticated animals the the natives had were dogs at first and then horses. But, of course, you're not really letting your horsey into your teepee anyway. There's not quite (laughs) enough room, but... (laughs) Well, now that's not necessarily true because in the earth lodges... Like the Mandan, Myrna and the, they, I know they had stables in the earth lodges because A, they'd also help keep the earth lodge warm in the winter. Kind of like, I mean, the pioneers too, they did the same shit. You keep your livestock in the house in the winter until you get a proper barn built and get proper heat because otherwise you're going to have a cold fucking house, like sod house. So they had houses, you know, even the whitey had like houses where, you know, your, you know, draft horses and your milk cow and your goats and shit would all be in the house with you. Yeah. So well, even even the Vikings had the same thing where you're just one big long house and then a little breezeway in between, but everybody kind of lived together. Right. Well, wasn't there some kind of thing where like the term raining cats and dogs is from like when they had the thatched roofs on shit, all your cats and your dogs and shit would crawl up in there to stay out of the rain. But if it rained too hard, they'd start like falling out through the ceiling and into the house. <laughs> like Really? That's what I read somewhere. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, I locked out the two gyms, so there's not going to be any of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. This time. <laughs> so cholera hits the Southern Cheyenne in 1849, wiping out half of them again. Um, many of the Massacoda band, uh, there weren't too many left, so all of them just joined the dog soldiers. This is the other psychological thing. If Whitey comes and then half of you die, it makes you not so much happy with Whitey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes you a little more militant there. Well, and there's also, as we talked in about in, like, I think the very first or maybe second episode of this thing, there's for good reason. Uh, wasn't it McDougal that when he showed up uh, and was talking to, like, the Klamath or whoever out on the um, on the Columbia, you know, whoops out a little vial. is like, I am the chief of smallpox. Yep. If you fuck with me, I'll open this up and rain <laughs> hell on all of you. But this is for my enemies, not my friends, so you better be my friends. <laughs> I mean, nope. there was there was people doing that all over the place. Jesus fuck, <laughs> you know, and the Indians knew, you know, they'd been decimated up. They were fucking scared of that shit, but then they also didn't trust because I mean, there's been a smallpox. Well, we aren't too smallpox yet, but there's there was a smallpox vaccine since what, like 1802? Uh, pretty close, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't trust it. For reasons because, oh, you've been giving us smallpox for years. Now you want us to all come get vaccinated. Yeah, nice try. You know, we know yeah. you're going to be giving us smallpox. Yeah, we know how you <laughs> feel about us, dickhead. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. walk into that shit. I'm just saying that the, 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 
Indians, for different reasons, were a lot more like our anti-vax dipshits that we have today. But they they at least had some reason to be suspicious. Reasonable <laughs> yeah. suspicion, yeah, for sure. So uh, 350,000 people took the immigrant trail, the Oregon Trail. Of those people, one out of 17 died from cholera. So watch where you shit. Don't shit in your, Don't your beer you or anything. Or drink. Well, the problem is that, you know, if there's that many people traveling, it's hard to know where the people in front of you shat. Yeah, you that's know. true. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe just don't don't go that way. Go the the other way. That's where... when they started building outhouses, right? So you knew where people were shitting. You didn't drink out of the outhouse. Uh, but they hadn't know. invented that blue liquid yet. I was going to say, I don't know how you drink out of an outhouse. Have you ever seen uh, zombie-ass Toilet of the Dead? I have. But that is that's how like... you drink out of an outhouse. I don't know, just all the outhouses I've used, like the, the proper ones, there's not as much liquid in there as one might suspect. And, well, like, I know the ones that when I was a kid, we used to, uh, you take a shit and you dump uh, lime all over it. We'd have a bag of, like, powdered lime, like, quick lime. Yeah. And you dump it over there to a, keep the smell down, and it starts the dissolving process and, you know, keeps it from getting all juicy. Anyways, uh, me and Bo, are, we're starting a side podcast and where we go around raiding um, uh, public outhouses uh, across the state of Washington. And throwing we're, we're, dead bodies into there? Yeah. No. Well, well I shit in this... lime is for, anyway. It's out at 29 Pines, and the vault toilets there, while clean, are infested with spiders. Um, <laughs> I'd give the smell about a seven in pungency. Um, <laughs> there was a, it was a little bit drafty. The door didn't close the whole way. Um... Uh, yeah. The graffiti was fantastic, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just just comedy gold. The graffiti was great. Uh, got some <laughs> some really useful phone numbers off the walls. Um, <laughs> yep. It, one was labeled Mexican spaceship, so it's not at all problematic. How the West was fucked will be right back. Bronson Swagger brings you a revolution in soda. It makes regular energy drinks seem like the little bitches they are. Nobody has dared to put amphetamine in cola before. Until now. Bronson Swagger introduces Crystal Meth Pepsi. The only cola with that extra kick of meth. It's our j j generation It's got that taste that you crave. Crave so bad that you'd steal and pawn your grandma's lawnmower. That's... Crystal Meth Pepsi. Try some today. Caution may cause all of your teeth to fall out. Late for class. Forgot your books. Your cat was eaten by your dog. Your dog was eaten by a grizzly bear. Mackenzie broke up with you after a three-month relationship. Boy, have you had a day. New from Bronson Swagger. Makers of the first American scotch comes child's play. The first whiskey for kids with fun flavors like black bean, goat milk, New England blue crab, grape, and many, many more. And it's only 50 proof. Go ahead and have that third glass. So unwind and leave your troubles behind, cause it's playtime. Child's play from Bronson Swagger. Bronson Swagger. It's good. So let's move on to Consumption Junction. What's your function? 
Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is consumption? I never... It's, it's in all the westerns, and I never knew what the hell it was. Tuberculosis. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. It would consume you. Okay. Is Weight just, loss and being consumed by bacteria. It's like that mostly. drug crocodile. It just eats you from the inside. Not quite that bad, but uh, it basically um, makes you look like a fucking vampire, like a gaunt fucking vampire. I'm your dingleberry. And actually, I think I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was maybe like the dollop touch on that. There was so much fucking consumption going on that it became kind of a fashion trend to look like you had consumption. So that's mm -hmm. why people would put on, like, pale-ass makeup. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. And be as skinny I mean, as possible and corset it the fuck up. Just and, start doing heroin, man. It's way more fun. Well, to me, it was like... Same. it's that's just like racist. That's white face. Well, it's just... It's <laughs> like the tw fucking Twilight craze is all that is. Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. didn't have sparkles back then, so... Man, right. they would have went nuts with that shit. I mean, that's things you could you could just get a lot of not laudanum addiction, and you you know you yeah. take care of itself too. But you yeah. know, but yeah, so yeah, uh, the old consumption, as you said, Tony, is yeah, it's in every fucking western ever. It like, just uh, every time I hear tuberculosis or consumption, I just think of like uh, Val Kilmer in uh, Tombstone. Yep, exactly, exactly. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, he had all the best lines in that fucking movie. Mm. You're so drunk, you can't hit shit. You're probably yeah. seeing double right now. I got, I got two, two guns, guns, one for each of you. <laughs> so untreated consumption can kill half of the people again. Got the chronic cough, coughing up blood, fever, night sweats, weight loss. Uh, many went west for some fresh air, and they were called the lungers. Yep. Lungers. Well, wasn't it also like uh, dry climates also would help kind of... I don't think it would actually High and dry. really help help the disease but it would help uh, ease some of your symptoms yeah so consumption has been around since antiquity they found it in the remains of a bison from 17,000 years ago so I guess that's long <laughs> enough is that antiquity I guess uh, sure they uh, oh this is the other thing too if you uh, check out um, it's on uh, Amazon lore the uh, TV show version of the podcast they have a good uh, little thing about consumption and digging up dead people and uh, either burning their organs or just flat out eating them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the doll, uh, doll covered a bit of that, too, with the vampire scares. Yep. Where, where, you know, the bodies are, like, you know, bloating up and then, like, farting and squealing at you and shit. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they would dig up corpses in middle of winter and say, oh, they haven't. De Rotted, you know, decomposed yeah. at all. It's like, well, no shit. The ground's frozen, asshole. There's only <laughs> one answer. They're a vampire. Yep. That's couldn't it. Be, couldn't be anything like freezing. <laughs> <laughs> so people weren't quarantined because they thought it was hereditary. <laughs> um, they called it the white plague. Well, that's nice. Get her own plague. Well. All right. Uh, they thought it was a romantic type of disease. Gave the... <laughs> Victim heightened sensitivity, so it was good for creative types. You can write a, <laughs> you're so <good>. hot. <laughs> you can write a good poem if you're half dead. <laughs> My nipples are so sensitive right now. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Write that down. That's beautiful sounding. <laughs> so that was seen as a good death because it gave you enough time to get your affairs in order if it took you a couple of years to die. Not a quick one like cholera that happened in a couple of weeks anyway. Well, that and at least you're not just sh shitting out your last moments on earth just you know 
in the back of some Conestoga wagon, just like flooding the back with liquidified feces. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just coughing up blood, which somehow is better. I, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> you look like a hot vampire. You know, as I said it, uh, <laughs> maybe it's not better, but I don't know. Less to clean up, less less muss and fuss. I don't well, think you're like talking about that. It thrived in tenements, but uh, they tell people not to spit their blood on sidewalks, but that didn't really stop them. Wait, <laughs> that's pretty easy to spread around if you're just hawking up loogies full of blood oh, everywhere. <laughs> Imagine uh, like a spittoon at a bar, you know, where they're all, half the people are spitting tobacco juice, the other oh, half are just spitting their mouthfuls of their own blood into it. Every once in a while, a tooth falls out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's just in Methville. Yeah. <laughs> Rene Lanoc is a French doctor. He also died of consumption at age 45, but he made plenty of advancements in the field, including the stethoscope, because he was the guy who didn't want to be a creep and put his head on ladies' boobies. Ah. <laughs> wow. He invented the stethoscope? Yep. Killer. But he. He was the one that, you know, cut up the old lungs and uh, saw all the shit inside there. And it's like, hey, maybe this has something to do with the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. It looks like a bunch of cigarette butts and dirty socks inside this lung. Maybe that's why he can't breathe. So 1869, they finally figured out it might be contagious. Uh, Colorado <laughs> became kind of the center. They said go west, but Colorado became like most of the people because uh, it was high and clean and uh, clear mountain air there and dry. So, so they went one, there for the same reason that Coors started brewing there? <laughs> yep. It's the water, not much else. Yep. Oh, that's Oli. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So one out of three people there had uh, consumption, and one out of those three people died of consumption. Uh, and so uh, today yeah. it's only in about three out of 10,000 people. I, we, uh, Tony, we've actually known somebody that had the, the consumption. Do you remember? No. Horatio. Horatio oh, had, had TB for a while and was quarantined for like a fucking year. Now, now, nowadays it's treatable, but it, it takes for fucking ever. Damn. You remember that? I don't, I didn't know that he had it, but like, I mean, knowing the guy, yeah, I could see. Yeah. <laughs> I could see yeah. him catching that somehow. Well, and also think about the symptoms. Think about the symptoms there. Yeah. Weight loss. He weighed maybe like, you know, he's about my height. He weighed like a buck oh five. Oh, yeah. He was like fucking like uh, 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 David David Bowie. He's you know, like David Bowie. He talks and it, his Adam's apple looks like he's trying to swallow like a literal like cantaloupe. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. He ended up, that's why he disappeared for that like about a year and a half. Shit. Is because he was being treated for TB. They actually had him. Because um, after you know, after he got out, I talked to him, and they had him in a wing of like I don't know if it was an old hotel or some shit like that, where he was like cordoned off and shit. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. So it's basically he was isolated to shit. Um, he had like not even an Xbox. I think he said he had a Sega Saturn or some shit, and that was it. <laughs> like his guitar. Neo Geo. Yeah. Damn. Awesome. But yeah, so uh, tuberculosis does still happen, folks. Um, but you don't have to like Doc Holiday from it. You you can you can recover now. Uh, they call those places sanitariums. Sanitarium.
Master of Muppets. Yep. Uh, some were fancy. Some were just plain old tents out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Denver gets a lot of sick homeless people who can't afford treatment later on once they move there. Uh, Colorado Springs is kind of the, the biggest place where they all went, though. That's why you hear uh, a lot of springs and stuff on Colorado, because they all kind of started out as uh, places to go for to die. What? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, where Doc Holliday ends up at Glenwood Springs. Oh, I see. But many famous people died from tuberculosis. Bukowski had it for a little while, and then he recovered, and then he died like the next year from pneumonia. Albert Camus, Washington Irving, Franz Kafka, John Keats, Georgie Orwell, Robert Louis Stevenson, Voltaire, Henry David Thoreau, Walt Whitman. Just stop me when you want to. So it's like all authors? Like yeah, it kills, it kills like, authors. It's reading that, that gets you sick. That's what it is. A.H.P. Lovecraft. That's why they thought it was Stephen yeah, King, that's why they fucking it was Daniel Steele. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt had it for a time. W.C. Fields. Uh, Doc Holliday, of course. Uh, one of Lincoln's kids, Tad, had it. Fucking Tad. Why? Taddy. Yep. Taddy. Oh, and and uh, Jimmy Rogers, one of the uh, creators of country music there. Yep. He had the uh, song TB Blues. Oh, it all over me. Cause my body Lead Belly actually <laughs> did a cover of that too. Mud Honey, Lead Belly, you know. Same thing. Ho Chi Minh had it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Link Ray. Really? <laughs> Link yep. Ray's the shit, dude. I fucking love that. That. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Ho- uh, Edvarg Monk. Cat Stevens well, and Ringo Starr had it for a little while. That's what the guy is screaming about in Monk's, you know, the screen, like, (laughs) I'm dying! In the middle of a cough. Yeah. So even today, the native populations have like a five times higher rate of shit. But the most famous Old West lunger was Doc Holliday. Yep. Uh, He died in 1887 of it. O.K. Corral was in 1881. His ma died. Made it like six years. Yep. His ma died of it in 1866 when he was 15. He got it when he was started his dentist practice in about uh, 1870-ish. Um, 1873, he moves to Texas for a driver climate. Uh, he only could make it to Dallas because that was the end of the rail line. This uh, He started out in Georgia, too. So Did you say Dallas? Dallas. Dallas? Tejas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Dallas, yeah. yes. So he has to leave there after shooting somebody. It's kind of hard to practice dentistry when you're coughing all the time, though. Oh, God, just coughing into people's open mouths and shit. <laughs> oh, still. <coughs> I mean, oh, I'm, not, I'm not administering any Novocaine. I got this horseshoe nail puller, and I'm going for your back teeth, and I'm going to oh, cough. Chew. I'm going to cough directly <laughs> down your throat. <laughs> what could go uh, wrong? Yeah, so living with consumption all those years kind of made him a moody drunk for some reason. <laughs> and uh, as you can see from the movie, he had no fear of death, too. Uh, after Tombstone, uh, Doc moves to Leadville, then to Denver. His health still not improved. 
Uh, he gets to see Wyatt Earp one more time in 1886 at the lobby of the Windsor Hotel. Uh, Earp said he had a continuous cough and couldn't even stand up by himself. So that's a good life. Yeah. So after Denver, he goes to for a cure at Yampa Hot Springs at Glenwood Springs, uh, which is what, directly west of Denver, kind of in the middle there? Okay. Uh, the sulfur air really didn't help him, though, and he grew steadily worse. What, just breathing, breathing straight sulfur isn't good for you? Who could have thought? not, yeah. <laughs> so he spends the last 57 days in bed. Uh, 14 of those, he was too delirious to even make sense, I guess. But November 8th, he wakes up clear-eyed and asks for a glass of whiskey, drank it down happily, and looked at his bare feet and said, This is funny. And then he died. <laughs> <laughs> he said, This is funny? They, they, yeah. did, they awesome. did kind of show that on Tombstone. I remember yeah, they show that he's at his feet, and he's like, isn't that funny or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he always, always assumed that he died with his boots on, so that was the joke there, I guess. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I thought somebody had, like, painted his toenails, like, hooker red when he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so he was buried below the cemetery because they couldn't make up, up the hill in winter. They intended to take him up to the cemetery, but they never did, and still he sits there, so... We got to go to Glenwood Springs at some point. Wait, he's okay. just buried like out of the cemetery? Just at, wherever at, like, they the could foot get of the hill? <laughs> yep. <laughs> when you said below the cemetery, I imagine like like a just a hump and they couldn't get up the hill. So they like dug sideways into the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, that makes fucking... sense. So yeah, they went sideways through the hill. So now he's like 26 feet under all the other graves. Like those fucking big old like earth mounds in, you know, Missouri. That... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah, they did that in England too, didn't they? The, the Druids. Uh, sure. Hundreds the Druids of years before. <laughs> Nobody knew who they were or what they were doing. Dun, dun, dun. And oh, how they danced. The little children of Stone Age. Beneath. Anywhere, how the West was fucked, will be right back. Hi, this is Snake Bliskin for Snake Bliskin's Kicking Stack Oil Elixir and Pink Remover. You know, when I'm busy escaping New York and I need my constitution revitalized, I take me some of my kicking snake oil. It combines several of the world's deadliest vipers and some of Columbia's finest cocaine, added with a splash of my secret mix of herbs and spices. And laudanum. And voila, it's Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil. Heck, it even prevents metric bombs from going off in your heart if you don't rescue the president. Try Snake Pliskin's kicking snake oil elixir today. It'll help you escape. I'm your huckleberry. Okay, we're back with smallpox. Uh, we, no, <laughs> we don't have smallpox. Yeah, yeah. Sure? But we're back. We're Actually, here to talk about smallpox. I, unlike you two douchebags, have been inoculated for smallpox. Oh, wait, so, yeah, for you. I wasn't. 
No, they stopped doing it after a while because it was eradicated. Oh. But when we uh, were doing like uh, our little military adventures out there, um, you know, they were worried about Saddam having uh, weaponized, you know, saved it in a lab and weaponized it and shit. So those of us in the army from about, you know, 2001, I'm, I don't know, probably, probably on, actually got smallpox uh, inoculations. And, you know, that they had stopped, I think when it was last they did it, I think they stopped giving them in like the late 60s, early 70s before that. No shit. Ni 1980, actually. Was it 80? Mm -hmm. I just remember seeing so you've like... So you've been inoculated twice. Maybe, yeah. Well, no, because I didn't have a scar for it before. Because it makes a pretty distinctive scar. And like, uh, what the fun one is, uh, if you watch Gladiator... You got, like, Russell Crowe out there going, ha, yeah. ha, and, like, every once in a while you can see a smallpox inoculation scar. Oh, shit. Oh, yep. yeah, I think you've told me this before, actually. Yeah. yeah right, right on his taint. No, it's Love always that up scene on, where they show his shoulder. taint for, like, four minutes straight. I will say this. <laughs> it, that fucking shit, it itches. Like, they kind of just poke you with the little shit, and it's, it really hasn't changed that much how they used to inoculate for it. They just kind of poke you with this little thing. It doesn't really hurt. And then you're told not to fuck with it, and they just kind of put a bandit or not even a bandage, just some tape with like a cotton ball over it. And then about a day later, you get like this itchy pustule that you're not supposed to scratch because you might spread it around and stuff. And you just mm -hmm. don't fuck with it, and it goes away. And and there you go. You get like one smallpox kind of, like right where they injected you. So Saddam it, didn't have it, but guess who does? We do, and the, the Russians. US government and the Russians. Yep. Yeah. Only for to study, quote unquote. Yeah, for educational purposes. Yeah, they made everybody else throw theirs away, but not the United States or Russia. I mean, so why should go. we? I guess a few years ago there was a big old fire in that same uh, Russian lab that they were storing it in. So mm -mm. it wasn't harmed, but there's always that case of people not really looking in their drawers for 20 years and it's like oh we got smallpox in here whoops you go you go uh, to your grandma's house after she passes away you're going through like shoe boxes that you found under the bed <laughs> and they're just like a fucking vial of smallpox <laughs> i can sell this to the north koreans for, you know oh i got that for free when i spent over 200 dollars at the mall ninja store <laughs> oh i got that for free yeah yeah at, at guns germs and steel I was just saying more like, oh, I scraped that off your great granddad when he came down with it in 08, you know, like, yeah. Just in case. Yeah. It helps the, the, the rolls rise. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, when you said that, I just imagined, like, really disgusting, like, old people fetishes and the rolls rise, just like, no, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, you were thinking about the, the, the rolls of the human body. Yes. Not like, not like. Oh, not like okay. I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, I was I'm just, just talking about cinnamon rolls. But. I was thinking about flappy yeah. skin. I was thinking about, yeah, flappy skin, then getting all pustulated and like swelling up with like pus. And well, that's you say, what your grandfather was into, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have a song called Grandma Swap if you want to listen to it right now. Nope. nope no, I'm, I'm good. good. Thanks, man. <laughs> So, Tony, do you think the the whiteies gave smallpox blankets to the Indians, or you think that's a uh, a myth? I assume it's true. Just once that they that have documented that we know of documented. Well, and, the, and well, yeah, the caveat is intentionally. Intentionally, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you said just once we did it. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Is there, are, you, are you talking about the U.S. Army doing it? Actually, at the time, it would be the Colonial Army, or we were still British in 1760. Okay, so I see, Will, I found a different one that's uh, got some documentation to it, or at least has been uh, um, that another time, yeah, uh, I think it was more like the 1870s, 1880s, outside of Minnesota, I think uh, uh, there was a little bit of that shit, too. Oh, well, go ahead with that if you have it. Well, I didn't write. I'm not the one that keeps the notes, but I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying that I did come across something like that, like early, actually earlier today. And I don't know. I thought maybe you had too, but apparently you didn't find the same. Well, yeah, thing I'm I did. sure it's happened. You're just smart yeah. enough not to write it down. Well, it's also I, I also read accounts that uh, Hudson's Bay Company might have done it a couple times. They were actually sure. some of the ones that actually inoculated more so than the government of the United States. Well, I would assume they'd inoculate the tribes they do a lot of trading with and yeah. then give shit blankets to the ones that are not playing ball, is exactly. what I'm assuming. Exactly. So if it if it's documented to have happened like once or twice, I'm sure it happened several times. Yeah. Like yeah. more more than more than ten. Well, uh, I was just I saying, like, they might have unintentionally got some, like, you trade some blankets and it's got some uh, Uncle Herbert's smallpox juice on it, you know, and you don't, don't know. Don't buy the other brand. Stick with Uncle Herbert. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, and then you're like, oh, like this is a... throw it in the laundromat for them before they give them the blankets anyway. Well, you just kind of wash it by hanging it on a clothesline and beating it with a stick, so, you know. Oh, man. Just poofing the spores out there. Yeah. On everybody. Fantastic. Well, you know, if you're near a river, you can do that shit where you smash it on a rock and you have the washboard and all that stuff. But, you know, Great Plains, you know, your water sources are few and far between. So, yeah, a lot of times you just fucking hang that bitch on a branch and just whack the shit out of it with a broom and call it a day. Like you did with your wife. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And your children and your food. Your neighbors. It was kind of an all-purpose thing. Like, well, what are we going to do today? We're going to put this shit on a tree branch and whack it with a broom. That was going to Steve. What? That was going to school. That was going to church. That was uh, masturbation. Yeah. That was. uh, Welcome to the the church and whack it with a stick. (laughs) That was medical treatment. Uh, So, have you heard of Amherst College? In Massachusetts. I, I know the name. I don't know what it's all about. It was founded by Sir Jeffrey Amherst. Go oh, fighting. Uh, their mascot was the Lord Jess until like just a few years ago. Now Their mascot was what? The Lord Jeffs. Okay. Instead That's... of, you know, Lord Jeff. Yes. Yeah. He was a Lord and his name was Jeff. Well, let's go ahead and see what the fuck that looked like. Um, Better so look he like was, the, yeah, yeah, keep going. He was head of the British forces at the time. Uh, he said to uh, Colonel Henry Bouquet uh, in the French and Indian War, Bouquet was fighting for the British, even though that's a French name, I guess. This is the only documented case, even no evidence uh, that it actually worked or not. Tony. Oh, I'm it, looking at it right now. It looks dude. like Jeremy fucking Clarkson with James May's hair. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, but but like but like uh, Jeremy Clarkson if he was the Burger King. Yeah. Holy fuck! That is fucking horrifying. Wow. 
So that's the guy who suggested that we give smallpox blankets to our native peoples. Wait, Lord Jeff? Lord Jeff did. And they made a fucking mascot out of this piece of shit? Oh, uh, no. Until just well, a few years ago. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> so he suggested that, but it was actually uh, some other guy who actually did. This is at Fort Pitt in uh, Pittsburgh. So that was, this is 1760. This is still during the French and Indian War. So it was surrounded by Delaware, Shawnee, and Mingu. Uh, they were inspired by the Ottawa chief Pontiac, <laughs> which Pontiac. is just the awesomest car ever. Yeah, and his daughter Grand Am and his son Grand Prix. And... Mm-hmm. So there's a smallpox outbreak inside the fort. So they do invite some Indians to come in to, uh, you know, parlay. But as a gift, they give them some uh, blankets that were all fucked up with smallpox. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. So, so the modern day equivalent would be like you have somebody that had COVID-19 in your house. So you invite your neighbors you don't like over and like have them eat with spoons that you didn't wash that the COVID person had been using. Yep. That's kind of kind of how that worked. Come on over, have some yeah. meatloaf. Here's mm, some ice cream. Have you tried the Jello mold? Mm. For Fish. dessert, we have candied doorknobs. Ugh. <laughs> Go ahead and lick them. Well, were you on the whole thread where we uh, like on the uh, the ongoing uh, social distancing chat where like we we're uh, oh, yeah. finding all the old Jello recipes? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Where they had they used to have the vegetable flavored Jello. Oh, so you'd make like a jello mold with like peas and carrots and shit floating around in it. It's like, who the fuck thought? I mean, oh god. I still like the. Uh, was that was that in the same part of the thread where they had the? Uh, it was like a 1980s uh, like cookbook, and they yeah. were like, when you ba- when you bake a turkey, put like ten fucking unpopped popcorn kernels in it, in the bottom of it. It, no, it's that, like, was an, that was an earlier one because I saw yeah. that when you were talking about making no, it's like, the bird's ass explode. It's like bake for two and a half hours or until you hear the popcorn start popping and it blows <laughs> the ass out of the bird is what it said. Is it wrong that kind of now everything I bake, I want to shove some popcorn into? Dude, of and course. Then, and then I was just, like, I never thought of that. Well, then I want to film it in like time, time lapse. It'll probably just look like it's getting shot with like squibs. Yeah, like absolutely. But uh, I'm going to... I'm actually making pot stickers tonight. I'm going to shove some fucking popcorn no. in them. Oh, man, they probably don't get hot enough. I was thinking, like, next time you go camping and you're, like, doing hot dogs. And oh, yeah. And people are doing them on the hot dog stick, you know? Like, if you have some popcorn, so they're, like... I can just picture, like, Shotzi sitting there roasting a hot dog. Boom! And then the end of it fucking explodes. But it, oh, would, yeah. never get hot. it would never get hot enough, I don't think. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try it. I definitely will, and I'm gonna do it like do it to unsuspecting people. No, no, no! I'll I'll, I'll go get the sticks. I'll put them on the sticks for you. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Fucking pack these hot dogs. Man, that's holy shit! I'm gonna weaponize some popcorn. Oh yeah, or at least holy. scare the crap out of somebody. Holy fuck! Isolation brings out some weird thoughts, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All well, right. Like anyway, those will. little things you'd put in cigarettes back in the '80s. Oh yeah, the little, yeah. It, little cigarette loads. Yeah. Yep. Or when you'd have seeds in your weed. Yep. Oh, they start popping out of the bowl, yeah. Yep. Yep. So the 1770s was the first European contact with our Northwest tribes up here. And they lost 30%. So between 37,000 coastals down to 26,000. Jesus. Uh, 
Yep. Uh, so by the time it was clear for the 1850s for everybody to move into the Puget Sound, smallpox and other diseases reduced the numbers down to 9,000. So it's like, open the door, come on in. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they had, you know, the outbreak where, um, who the fuck was it? Was it uh, Vancouver when he came in? Yeah, he saw everybody. That's 1792, so. Yeah, but just like people, like uh, the big thing they kept on striking me about descriptions, like, you know, even if you survive this shit, you're going to have like deep ass pock marks all over your face. And a lot of times it'll get in your fucking eye, uh. at least one of your eyes, and then cause that eye to go blind. You're basically going to have a big smallpox scar in your eye or even sometimes on your optic nerve. Shit yeah, it's like, like that. It was like having shingles. Like I had shingles uh, a few years ago. And it broke oh, out under my hairline uh, on on my on the side of my head, <clears throat> and uh, you know I didn't know what the fuck was going on because it attacks all the nerves in in the, the area that it breaks out in. So there's three right. ma- three main nerves that that provide feeling for all your teeth and your tongue and shit. And it was hitting that, and so like all oh. of my teeth, all of my teeth were like it felt like I'd been bashed in the face with a fucking hammer. Uh, I had a crazy headache, uh, and. You know, my wife, my wife, Marty kept saying, like, you know, you need to go see a doctor. You need to go see a doctor. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll be better. I just need some rest. And then, well, in fact, yeah, you even played the wedding. You yeah, know. we went and played a show. We played a, my friend's wedding. And then, like, I looked like a fucking vampire. I was, like, just pale white. I had a black well, you, suit on and sunglasses. My hair slipped back. Yeah, wearing your Ray-Bans, just, like, yeah. sweating profusely. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And yeah. uh, Mar- after the show, Mari just drove me to the fucking hospital. And they were like, oh, you don't see too many uh, 32-year-olds with, with uh, you know, uh, I almost said smallpox. Uh, with shingles, okay. uh, when did you start feeling uh, feeling uh, the effects? And you know, yesterday, blah blah blah. And they're like, "Oh, good thing you got in here in the first seventy-two hours, because we can actually treat it if you catch it in the first three days." So <laughs> I took a bunch of pills, and the guy was like, "You're lucky because uh, if you didn't start taking this treatment when you did, uh, there's af- after the fourth day, there's no way to really treat it." You just got to let it run its course. And he said it would have got in my right eye and my right ear, and I probably went mostly deaf and mostly blind on that side. Wow. Yeah. But the good news is you got better. And, like, yeah, like, I think think a lot of people, okay, like, okay, uh, shingles. You know, shingles comes from... Herpes zoster. Which is? Uh, Herpes? Uh, Oh, it's a viral infection. Right, and then, uh, but one of the precursors, you're gonna get shingles if you had. Oh, if you have uh, 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 the other pox, chicken, chicken pox, pox, as a kid, right? Yep. So, so now, nowadays, uh, kids, there, there's a, a vaccine for chicken pox, so kids don't ever get it, right? But when I was a kid, I'm sure when you guys were kids, when one kid in the neighborhood got uh, chicken pox, the parents would tell everybody, and all the other kids in the neighborhood would come and have a chicken pox party where you play. Yeah. You play with a sick kid, and then all the rest of them get chicken pox, and right. then you're you're inoculated against it for the rest of your life. And yep. that's kind of that herd immunity thing that even like they like some of these anti-vax fuckers are talking about. And I mean, they still do that to this day. I hear tell of like shit where like, yo, you have like a like oh your kid has chicken pox, have them like eat a, like put a Jolly Rancher or a sucker in their mouth. Cool, now give me that. I'm gonna make my kid eat it. Ew. And try to pass it in that way, but I would never allow them to inject them with fucking yeah yeah virus. yeah. It's like what? well, the thing with chicken pox is, I mean, it has a low mortality rate, right? But if um, you if you don't get it when you're a kid, if you get actual chicken pox when you're older, it'll it, fuck you right it can up. Fuck you up. It'll kill you. But the understanding of these people is, oh, you just get it and you get over it and it's fine. 
but they try to apply the same logic to shit like measles. And if it was still a thing that was out there, I'm sure they'd do the same thing with fucking smallpox. Right. Well, the difference is with your shingles or your, you know, I had fucking chicken pox. I'm not covered like a, I don't look like a fucking monster made out of grapefruit skin with like one yeah. dead eye from yeah. fucking chicken pox. Like the, the smallpox shit would take a horrific fucking toll. Like you know, you, you're just never gonna fully recover from it. Basically, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna look like a fucking monster, and you're gonna have all kinds of problems, even yep. if you do survive it. So you better learn how to be funny. Otherwise, so nobody's I, gonna. But like I'm just you. saying the whole idea of just kind of like spreading it willy nilly ain't, ain't quite there. But no, we're gonna get into probably how 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 we actually kind of came up with a way to cure it, or, or or to prevent it, you know, from becoming so heinous. And I can see where some of these people have confusion about it because it seems like they're kind of doing the same thing, but 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 they're fucking not. But anyway, carry on, Will. Well, a good way to cure a population of that is to just to have everybody die at once. Then it's done. The best kind of, or not the best, but most effective kind of isolation. Yeah. Can't get people sick if there's no people. Yep, exactly. Right. So they thought the Spanish explorers were the first ones bringing it up to the Northwest because they had three expeditions between 1774 and 1779. It was probably the second one in 1775 that uh, they made contact with Trinidad Bay, California, uh, Quinault here in Washington, and Sitka, Alaska. Uh, smallpox hit again in 1800. Influenza in 36 and 37. Measles in 47, 48. And then smallpox again in 1862. Um, wow. Yeah. So it was officially eradicated in 1980, except for, oh, we said that. That's the only disease to actually be officially eradicated from the face of the earth, except for in the except labs. It, except and, it's and not. In Bo. Yeah. Well, the big thing is we all, we almost, as, as far as I was, like, if I can remember correctly, I think we almost had polio. And then all of a sudden, like, people stopped wanting to give their kids polio vaccine, and so now it's actually coming back in places. Oh, man. Like, uh, I, I, fuck, I want to say, like, um, I don't want to cast any dispersion on the countries where it's not happening, but I wanted to say so, so, it's either, like, Afghanistan or Pakistan or somewhere like that, where there's just, like, little villages where they don't trust getting vaccine, where it's right. like, oh, we almost have this shit wiped out. But then it's starting to blossom in those you know but anyway don't call on. the comeback kid yeah yep uh so it starts with fever and vomiting and sores in your mouth and These then a skin a rash of my favorite things. <laughs> i don't know about you if i want to have sores anywhere it's either inside my eyelids or in my mouth those are some you know <laughs> yeah i mean i mean, Most I mean of course the, the genitals are always your first choice but i mean if you're going to go for anything inside the mouth you can't really beat that for yeah just where yeah. to have sores Ugh. then in a few days these sores fill with uh, fluid then scab over and then leave a scar Yep. Uh, so 1796, a British doctor named Edward Jenner uh, noticed that people that went through it didn't get it again. So that's called immunity. So he used a mild form of cowpox to infect people, and voila, that's the modern vaccine, at least for the 1800s anyway. Well, right, because, well, I think it wasn't the, at least that's the, uh, the Cliff Notes version of it. Didn't he notice that uh, milkmaids were not catching smallpox at the same rate as everybody else? 
and it turned out that they were getting exposed to cowpox because they're touching cow titty all day. Woo-hoo. You know, and then they'd get cowpox, but it doesn't really have that big of an effect on a human. But it's close enough to measles, or not measles, sorry, smallpox, to build up, you know, to get the antibodies going. So when smallpox tries to come in, it, it, it's denied. Denied. Something like that. And there are actually records of, uh, there was uh, shit like fucking, like long ago in China and other places too. Like, he's the first guy that identified kind of how it works, I guess. Because people yeah. were doing shit like, let me rub some pus on you, you know. Well, oh, in China, yeah. they would grind up the scabs and then blow the potter back up in people's nostrils. Uh. <laughs> no, I'll suck on a cow titty, thank you. Well, there was a lady from England that she had she had, had it. Um, I can't remember. Her, her her husband got made ambassador or something like ambassador to, um, fuck, was it India or, India or China or somewhere? But it was actually like these two Greek women. She had already had smallpox, so she's immune, but she was horribly scarred from it and she didn't want her son to get it and as it turns out there was these greek women that basically they would get like the mucus from the things and just like you know poke you with it right because they even noticed that if you got it through like a little hole in your skin uh it wouldn't be as severe as if you caught it like the natural way you still get smallpox but it wouldn't be as severe and therefore would not cause the, the death as often and the uh, scarring and stuff. Yeah, I so think she, I remember a story about someone walking around with like like a fucking walnut shell or something full of pus from the from the uh, smallpox from someone. Oh, and they the were fuck? and yeah, they were like yeah. they they would like poke people and rub the pus in the hole and then like you get yeah. you you get like kind of sick. I'm sure uh, I'm sure some people got full on fucking smallpox right. from it, but like you get kind of sick and then your body fights it off really quick and then you're immune to it. Right, and so, like I said, like what I was talking about with the, the anti-vaxxer stuff, this is that kind of approach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it does have some validity, but the problem is it's it's pretty slipshod, you know? First yeah. of all... Do, like well, I said, you still run a big chance of actually catching the real disease and possibly dying from it. Well, and, uh, I mean, are you identifying the disease correctly? You know, that's not yeah. the only disease where you get pustules and shit. You might mm-hmm. be giving them some other fucking thing that's unrelated that exactly. doesn't react the same way. But uh, any which way, uh, moving along. Uh, 2017 Canadian scientists uh, recreate an extinct uh, horsepox virus. Oh, thanks, to prove, guys. To prove that they actually could in a small lab with scientists without any specialist knowledge and all for about $100,000. Uh, I read a study where they also did one uh, in the not too distant past with a uh, monkeypox. So I, you I mean, could do not- it pretty easily, I guess. Wait, yeah. wait. So there's cowpox, horsepox, monkeypox. How come smallpox isn't called peoplepox? Good question. What uh, the fuck, man? Because uh, it it first happened to Gary Newman. That's why he paints small people I, uh. I, or short, <laughs> short people. Wait, yeah, that doesn't even work. Wow, that. I apologize to our audience. That was very contrived and poorly executed. No, his name was Derek. Derek Smalls, and he got there, the first oh, case. Oh, yeah. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I retract my lame attempt at a joke. <laughs> He's uh, the patron saint of, uh, you know, reasonable footwear. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's St. Hubbins. Never mind. I think you guys failing jokes uh, make me laugh even more than if it was a good joke. <laughs> uh, 
1837, Dateline. That's when the uh, Great Plains, all the tribes there, get the smallpox. Uh, That's actually between 36 and 1840. Right. Uh, The height of it was in spring of uh, 37 when an American fur company steamer called the SS St. Peter, because you'll meet them at the pearly gates, I guess, went up the Missouri and carried with it all the smallpox shit. Hey, hey there, Captain. What are you hauling? We're hauling smallpox, son. Not pig iron? Gee whiz, you got any extra? I'm sorry, son. This smallpox is all spoken for. But if you wait oh, for a man. return grip, I'll give you some chlamydia. Hooray! So the Mandan Indians, who were famous for helping Lewis and Clark 30 years before, had about yeah. 2,000 people. And after this rolls through, they had uh, somewhere between 27 and maybe about 100, depending right. on who you believe. Uh, yeah, and you told me to remind you to talk about forebears, so talk about forebears. Oh, I thought you were talking about forebears. Oh, I can talk about forebears. Like, uh, one of the Mandan chiefs, uh, which his name will live on in perpetuity because there is a casino on the, uh, the forebears casino and lodge up in... Uh, on the uh, three affiliated tribes um, res- reservation up in Newtown, North Dakota, which is the Mandan, Hidatsa, and Arikara, which we've talked about the Arikara a lot, except for we tend to call them the Re, because mm-hmm. the people at the time would call them the Re. But those three affiliated tribes uh, have one reservation. Well, a large part of that is because they all got wiped the fuck out by smallpox and had to kind of join together because otherwise they'd be overpowered by bigger tribes. But... Um, their leader, Forebears, who used to be very friendly with the whites, um, after his children started dying of smallpox and he contracted the disease himself, he basically, his last speech to his people were like, you need to kill every motherfucking one of these fucking white devil disease-ridden, you know, and then he died and, you know, and then everybody else kind of died. So they didn't really ever get to do their epic revenge plan. Fuck, like, oh, that's darn. it. That was also a thing during this outbreak. I, I forgot there was another thing of uh, what we were talking about the blankets and the spreading of is also using weird misinformation. Like, oh, your village has smallpox. Well, what we recommend is you spread out. You know, you should go, go like, if you're not s- having symptoms, go to another village and stay with them for a while. Hint, hint. Well, what are you doing? You're not having symptoms, but you're carrying the virus oh, yeah. to another village. Because, like you say, the Mandan and the Hadatsa were uh, Earth Earth Lodge dwellers. They lived in pretty much, they'd have different villages and stuff, but they lived in kind of permanent structures. They weren't nomadic. So if they would have just had outbreaks in their villages, unless people coming in to trade and stuff, it's going to be kind of contained. But they actively had people telling them, no, no, you need to go uh, you know, wander over to the next village and shit. And there's some... Uh, there's some theories that that was done on purpose to spread the smallpox to tribes that hadn't yet caught it. Man. Mm-hmm. Fuckery. Fuckery. All right. Uh, yeah. Also, the, the government did try to uh, inoculate uh, under the Indian Removable Act. They're not removable. They're removable. <laughs> removable. They should have stayed where they were. But the doctors were warned not to go above the Arikara on the Missouri because it was much too dangerous. Not with the Mandan per se, but with the Blackfeet and all those other tribes a lot, 200 miles further up. Yeah, like way the fuck up. Yep. But, you know, the Blackfeet, as we've stated many times, were 
in the Northern Plains, probably the most dangerous people at that time anyway, but, so they're not wrong exactly, but. But after hearing about the Mandam's loss, uh, 90%, according to uh, the trader Francis Shadron, which has a town named after him in Nebraska, they're at Fort Clark. Yeah, I know Shadron. I've, I've woken up in the same goddamn cornfield outside of Shadron like three fucking times in the exact same cornfield. I think you were uh, abducted by aliens. No, I was. I mean, I was sleeping in my car. Place. I was. I was driving back to North Dakota from oh, Texas. I thought, I thought you meant you like fell asleep in Seattle at your house and woke up in, outside of a cornfield. That would Honey. be more prob- That would be more problematic. But no, what happened is I'd leave Texas, and it didn't seem to matter what time of the day I would leave Texas. I would get tired at a certain time, and I was like, "Oh, I'll find a place to pull over." Oh, look, a big cornfield with a little road. I can go hide kind of amongst the corn. Nobody will fuck with me. I get a couple hours of sleep. And then each of those times, and this is like several you know different times, I would get woken up at five in the morning by a train passing by because I didn't see that there was train tracks right there in the dark. And then I look up and I'm like fucking 40 yards from a farmhouse that didn't have a yard light. So I'm basically in somebody's fucking yard each time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, this is how you get shot with a 12 gate, you know, like yeah. so. But that happened to me three fucking times and it was the same place every time. It's just the weird happenstance of when I would get tired. Yeah. But that was out in Shatner, Nebraska. So that's the only thing I know about Shatner, Nebraska. Wow. <laughs> also, that guy at Fort Clark uh, said, I keep no account of the dead as they die so fast it is impossible. And plus, he was, on, he was only to, able to count up to the amount of fingers and toes he had. So Yeah. Yep. So by the time the disease goes up to Fort Union on the North Dakota-Montana border there, uh, efforts were made to being, uh, to stop it, to point guns at people, not to tell them to get off the boat or anything. <laughs> but it does, uh, it doesn't help because the trappers, instead of coming into the fort, just camp around it, and it still spreads around. I'm going to uh, cough directly on your fort, asshole. Let me in. <laughs> Oh, look at me. I'm picking my scabs on your precious little fucking wall. <laughs> well, and if you remember, Fort Union is also uh, the fort that Hugh Glass was uh, hunt, uh, working as a hunter for when he uh, unceremoniously uh, disappeared and mm-hmm. was assumed to be killed by the Arikara. But Basically, he was taking a lake and somebody tomahawked him in the back of the head. That's the only way you can kill Hugh Glass is when his hands are both occupied. <laughs> Holding his massive dick. <laughs> so he had no way to fucking fight back. That's why the bear lost. He didn't have a tomahawk. That's he, right. Timing yeah. was off. That's why you do the helicopter move and just piss on everybody. Anyway, it makes its uh, way up the Marius River and kills two-thirds of the Blackfeet, half the Sissaboins in the Arikara, and a third of the Crow, which I guess they were lucky because they're not exactly right on the river. Right. They, they said at uh, Fort Union, there was such a stench of orders he couldn't even get within 300 yards of the place. And either they bury the bodies in just kind of large pits or they just kind of throw them in the Missouri, which is not a great way to handle things either. <laughs> hey, Damn. man, that's how we used to get rid of all sorts of shit. Oh, look, we got nuclear waste. What do we do? Well, let's put it on barges, take it out in the ocean, throw it off, and then shoot it with a machine gun. Seems reasonable. That'll get rid of I got this old car. What should we do? Well, there's this cliff overlooking the river, and there's kind of a deep part. We'll just push it off the cliff and, you know, out of sight, out of mind, man. You know, this disease isn't spreading fast enough. 
I've saved up all the pus from all the dead bodies we've collected. I've got it in a giant 40-gallon vat over here. I'm just going to dump it into the river, and hopefully it'll get out there into the world a little better. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, uh, with what's left in the barrel, I'm going to walk around with a paintbrush and just kind of, like, paint the tops of grass so when people brush against it, it gets on them. Yeah. <laughs> they even fucking do that in Hawaii, the most magical place on Earth. It's just... It's actually pretty cool how all the stuff disintegrates into like salt water and, and stuff. That's kind oh. of fused. Why don't they just the throw it in a fucking volcano? volcano. I know. Well, this yeah. is Kauai where the volcanoes are old and not quite active. But yeah, there's just junked out cars just slowly being fucking eaten boomer volcanoes. <laughs> just yep. Oh, the fucking pinto finally went tits up. Fucking help me, you know, pack it all the way up Mount Kilauea here and fucking. Pitcher in the With crater. The, well, it, one of the cylinders went down. I still got three cylinders, so I'm going to drive this bitch as fast as I can up the yeah. side, and then we'll jump out right as it goes off into the... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do a goddamn Starsky and Hutch out the fucking <laughs> passenger door. Well, them boys were in such big trouble. <laughs> you know, Sacrifice your Chevette to the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> so they did try vaccines. Actually, they uh, credit the HBC for not letting it spread into Canada. At least the smallpox variety, anyway. Oh, lovely. Uh, so when you wipe out 90% of your population, that kind of changes the territorial and the political landscapes and kind of no. eradicates maybe some others completely. Uh, and, of course, we talked about the kind of the mistrust that happened after that. Uh, so that's basically about it. Why trust Whitey at all with your vaccines if you're getting fucked over by them or in the first with place. your vaccines with your treaties anything yeah a anything pretty much anything so i guess that's enough for smallpox don't go anywhere how the west was fucked will be right back january 1830 newark new jersey carter bronson is caught in a blizzard with nothing on him but his wits he finds shelter in an abandoned glue factory on the bank of the Paseo River. Carter weathers the storm by surviving on a 10-gallon keg of scotch whiskey found inside. After this life-changing event, Carter Bronson vows that no one will ever go without this manna from heaven. Carter turned that old glue makery into... Bronson Swagger, the world's first American scotch. Made from the crystal clear waters of the Passaic River, Bronson Swagger is the only true scotch made in America and is the pride of the New Jersey people. Bronson Swagger also won't hit you in the pocketbook like other scotches. By skipping the peating process altogether and substituting with an exciting new liquid smoke technology, they pass the savings on to you. It's uh, cheap and uh, it'll get you fucked up. What more do you want? That's Bronson Swagger, American Scotch. Tired of the working day world of cattle wrestling indoor card sharpen? Try the Doc Holiday Correspondent Dentist College. Within three weeks, you can receive a degree in dentistry and haircutting and or bloodletting. For one low payment of a pinch of gold dust, we'll send you a skull from a recent smallpox victim. From that, in our five-page pamphlet, you can learn all the ins and outs of our magical science of teeth pulling. Learn the technique of tying the tooth with a string, tying the string to a mule, then shooting in the ear, and a spook in the mule. We call that a spook in the mule technique. Also, this is very important. 
Don't shoot the mule. Don't forget. It's not going to work that way. Upon completion of the test, you receive a handwritten diploma and the right to practice under any assumed name in any outlaw mining camp in the West. And if you can draw this pirate, you can enroll in our school too. So enroll today! You too can call yourself a dentist. All you have to do is to say, I'm a dentist. Then you're a dentist. Yeehaw! Let's move on to typhoid. Okay. Super. Which is a type of salmonella. Oh, oh really? Yep. I know that. So it comes with a gradual fever, weakness, tummy pain, constipation at first, and headaches, and then you get the diarrheas, uh, colored spots. That's kind of a way to pick up people. Green, purple, orange, blue. You look like covered in fucking Skittles. That's right. Yep. That's another one of those shit-eating uh, things. Uh, <laughs> another one of those shit-eating things. You're into that, you know? I thought they were called Germans, but... <laughs> <laughs> Two Germans, what? one cup. This Why is, is it always the Germans? Like, I, 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 you know, I've always been aware of like German shit porn jokes, but I've really never seen any reason why they actually deserve that. I wonder what the origin of that is. Germany. I mean, I lived in Germany for two fucking years, and nobody was like, "Hey, man, check out the shit porn." No, season porn, and yeah, didn't didn't fucking happen. You have to go to Dairy Queen for the soft serve. Yes. They don't know uh, Dairy Frau? Yeah. Dairy yeah. Frau. <laughs> <laughs> Two girls, one soft serve. Ugh. <laughs> so even in 2015, we had 150,000 deaths worldwide. And this is one with no animal carrier, so it's all human. Hooray, oh. humans. Oh, man. Go Lord Jeffs. And that's why you now have to get a food handler's permit. It also, well, it did really much in the Old West, but it also thrived in the prison of war camps in the Civil War. A lot oh, yeah. of those assholes went west, so there you go. Well, it's mostly it's mostly like a lot of people preparing food without washing their hands, right? Well, I think the most famous case, well, it's not even necessarily, well, yeah, it's not washing their hands, but also, yeah, you can carry it like a lot. Like, wasn't Typhoid Mary... It's kind of the most famous case, yeah, and she was, she was a she was a fucking cook, and yep. she got like ordered to stop cooking, and she's like, "Fuck you! I was born to cook," you know. She just kept just, doing it, just and kept infecting the shit out of people. Yes. Yep. But yeah, she was asymptomatic carrier, right? I believe mm -hmm. so. She got it from serving peach ice cream to her rich people. <laughs> Dude, I could eat a peach for hours. Oh, gross. <laughs> So she managed to spread it to 51 people, and three of them died. But this is kind of the red flag because they always thought poor people only got it. Now rich people were getting it. So <gasps> Now we they, have to find a cure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah I wasn't in, interested in finding a cure yesterday, but suddenly my interest is peaked. Excuse um, me, I have to go to the bathroom. So here's the fucking thing. is uh, Before we go too far, we're talking about her being an asymptomatic carrier. And this is what pisses me off about these douchebags out protesting. Like, oh, I'm not afraid of no fucking virus, blah, 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 blah. Yes, but you're an asshole because you might be an asymptomatic carrier and you're going to spread it to other fucking people. Because you're inconvenienced. 
because this you're inconvenienced. Is, yeah, it all comes down to straight fucking, like, American selfishness. Well, and the other thing is, half these assholes that are showing up are the same kind of guys that have their little prepper bunkers. I could live in here for fucking five years on spam and limited pornography, <laughs> but, they, but they can't fucking make it. I only have two terabytes, but, but yeah, I can they make can't, it they, they can't make it, you know, uh, a, a, a couple months in, in their home with their Netflix and, like, yeah. food that's all, not MREs. Yeah. And like lights that you don't have to light with a match. Yeah, and, shit and you like can that. still go for walks and go to the grocery store when you need to. Right. Well, but they're being oppressed because you can't. I, I don't know because you can't go to a baseball game and there's baseballs with Mercas all about. Yeah. It, yeah, it pisses me off. But the same thing, goddamn Typhoid Mary is doing is like, hey, mm-hmm. lady, you're getting people saying, hey, but I gotta keep cooking. No, no you fucking don't. Like, yeah. And all you have to do in that time is just change your name and move down the right. block, and then you're cooking for another <laughs> bunch of rich dicks again. My name is not Typhoid Mary. I am Typhoid Terry. <laughs> oh, good to meet and, you, Terry. The kitchen's yeah. right over here. Seems legit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when she gets caught again, the workers joked that she was Typhoid Mary. <laughs> And it turns oh, no. out she was. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the kind of joke you wish you didn't nail on the fucking head. Well, it's the same thing happened with the Green River killer, so they they called him Green River Gary until he actually got arrested for that shit. Oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, Willie Lincoln, at 11, year old, uh, 11 years old, actually died of typhoid, too. So his corpse got to ride with his dad's along that funeral train. Uh, even though I think Willie's been dead for a couple of years before Lincoln. Did. Yeah, I mean, I think they had to like disinter like little Lincoln so he could ride on the train, and then after the train, it, uh, it's a whole saga about how long it took to actually bury Lincoln because it took a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. like but, James Brown. I don't know anything about that. And uh, I assume, Casey I, Kasem. I, I assume they just like you know put him on a funeral pyre and it just like a poof of like smoke and cocaine and glitter kind of just. You know, you know, rose into the heavens or something, but nope. I think people kept stealing his corpse, like uh, Casey Kasem. They couldn't what? find his corpse around. Casey Kasem corpse was uh, somewhere on Gig Harbor or something. What kind of? They kind of happened to Sitting Bull, but it was only his skull, as far as I know. Anyway, why would you want to steal Casey Kasem's fucking corpse, man? Because you were really into America's Countdown or whatever the fuck show. What what show was he on? American yeah, Bandstand. Was, oh no American, no no no! That was Dick Clark. Top Dick Clark. forty. Yeah, top forty. Yeah, America top forty. Yeah, right, top forty. Yeah, Casey Kasem. What a great voice, though, man. Yep. Just like mine. Damn right. Smooth, smooth like butter, full of thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the end of that, more or less. Oh, honorable mention, we have to talk about the measles. That was the OG disease brought by uh, Chrissy Columbus there. And from Hispaniola, it went to central Mexico, take out another 90% of the population of that 15 million, back to, I guess, one, 1 million or so, leaving the door wide open for the Spanish and the conquistadors to conquer. And they yeah. did. Yep. And after that, they unleashed more shitty diseases upon the western world well i can't remember like uh, we you brought up uh 1491 a little bit ago and i remember in the like beginning chapters talking about i, I can't remember it was when the 
Was it when the Puritans and shit came over and just found like the remnants of all the villages? Yeah. That and then like Squanto is like the last dude or whatever. Like I can't remember what was that was yeah, that was measles, wasn't that wasn't smallpox, right? Uh probably, yeah. Okay. Of course they really don't know for sure either, so uh should we talk about snake oil real quick, all the fixes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. In a in a you know Victorian problems call for Victorian solutions. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about how some and this, literally how this, some of this shit got treated. Well, snake oil was made from snakes originally by the Chinese. Just bo- nice. Just boil a snake and skim the fat off the top, and that's actually good omega three acids. Right. And you rub that on your inflammation, and it actually helped with arthritis and all that good stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I, yeah, I fucking bet it did. That's well, at least yeah. for, at least a tad. <laughs> but then, if you're whitey, you just steal the whole thing and add cocaine and amphetamines or opium, and sell it to dumbasses. But it was the those actually would probably work a little. The con man version that you're all familiar with probably contained actually just like camphor and a few other little things not not the like, high grade cocaine anyway and it was like grapeseed oil or something it wasn't even made out of snakes or anything even oh, no omega-3s probably just something poisonous yeah usually we should as, post some asbestos. Uh, recipes yeah liquid asbestos oh bo did you want to talk about rabies too um you know as much as i tried to find any interesting shit about rabies it's kind of in this time period. It's not that big of a deal in America. Um, there were a lot more people getting bit by rabid dogs and shit in Europe. Um, out here, the biggest vectors of it are bucking bats. I, I, you know, you kind of have wow, to. Wow, I always figured it was raccoons. I always did. Well, I've never, I've, I've heard that before. Well, apparently on the east coast, there's a corridor. Raccoons uh, do outweigh bats, but I thought they'd be nationwide because like raccoons are kind of nationwide. And they can do shit like get in fights with other shit that bites them, right? Yeah. Um, okay, most bats are not like vampire bats. They're not going to bite you and suck your blood. So how the fuck are they catching the rabies, I guess, is my question. Because it's not like a bat gets in a fight with a rabid fox and then flies off. Because it's like Godzilla fighting a house cat. You know, yeah. it's, you know. So, yeah, I don't know how they get it. I think it might be uh, through probably fleas. Oh, Because uh, they yeah, do... That makes uh, sense. Um, but yeah, apparently the biggest vector of rabies in the United States is is bats. Um, kind of, I mean, all all mammals can catch it. Uh, apparently, birds can catch it, but they're always asymptomatic and they recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just couldn't find it. I was hoping to find some cool like pack of rabid wolves stories or fucking God forbid like rabid buffalo or rabid grizzly bear shit. Mm-hmm. I was unable to turn up anything compelling. Yeah. So there you have it. But I did find, a, on a weird side note, uh, uh, apparently there's a small popu- part of the population in India that they have this disease, it's called a uh, uh, puppy pregnancy syndrome, that when bitten by a dog, the uh, the afflicted uh, believes that uh, once you get bitten by the dog, you will now be pregnant with puppies in your stomach. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, but you can hear, like, apparently you can hear them, like, barking and stuff inside of you. Because, you know, that's what... F- because that's what fetal puppies definitely can do is bark. Yeah. Um, and, and then also, apparently, if you, like, look into standing water, you can actually see them or some crazy shit. 
and then it, it, it's going to be fatal if you're male because you know you're going to have to give birth to those litter of puppies at some time. They're all coming out your urethra. Out your dick, yeah. Okay. Right. So the key is you got to go to basically like a faith healer, witch doctor kind of guy who will do some shit for you that will then cause them to dissolve in your stomach and you'll be able to piss them or shit them out without actually noticing. Oh yeah. So you get like but, a like like a, a crystal abortion or something. They lay right. some like and stones of course on you your gotta, you, you got to kind of make a donation to the guy for his efforts to make you <laughs> Stop believing you have puppies living in you like a fucking alien movie. But yeah, that was a, just a weird sidetrack I found while I was researching uh. rabies today. But I thought it was worth mentioning just because it is weird as fuck. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah. and on the on the snake oil note, um, I know we talked about this before, but uh, if you haven't made up your mind about who the fuck uh, Donald Trump really is, look at him peddling a fucking drug. It woo, woo, quote unquote like cures uh, COVID nineteen, and it doesn't. It's a it's a malaria right. drug, isn't it? Well, that one also uh, like when they were they okay they read like one or two reports that oh maybe this does something, but people have been studying it now. Once it kind of like oh maybe this works, so there's been a lot more actual scrutiny put on it and actual clinical trials of it, mm -hmm. and in some cases it's been killing people. Uh, yeah, it is mm -hmm. a, it is an anti malarial or uh, malaria? yeah. Yeah, it's a malaria drug, and then uh, it it causes cardiac quinine? arrest, basically. Uh, yeah, the uh, not, not quinine. quinine. It's, it's yeah. that. Oh, it's I called like hydrochloroquine or hydro hydroxychloroquine. There we go. Yeah, I do also like the fact that there's a bunch of like since basically Fox News is telling people, oh, the the president never said just go inject yourself with bleach. Well, that's kind of true. He never did say go inject yourself with bleach. He said, oh, is that something we could do? We should look into that, more or less. I'm kind of paraphrasing. Just the fact that you're so fucking stupid that you don't understand that just injecting yourself, yourself with bleach is going to fuck you right up. Yeah. You know, with, like, large amounts of... I mean, I mean for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. But Anyways, um, I just want... I wanted to put that out there because it's like, you know, you think of a snake oil salesman as, like, the... The old-timey big mustache. I've got a yeah, yeah. fucking wood cart out front. Buy my stuff. It here's what ails you. Like, that shit has never gone away. There's people profiteering oh, no, no. off of every single bad fucking situation there is hey, out there. Hey, baby. It look at Gwyneth crystals or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Fucking, let's come to Goop and we'll shove some mummified snails in our cooter to yeah. increase vaginal smoothness. I don't fucking know. Like, you know. <laughs> There's always some kind of shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeehaw. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. That was, that was a fun one. I like Bro, I like these episodes die. where we I like these episodes where we do like a handful of like shorter stories. It's all mushed together, kind of like the the Halloween one. Right. I dig it. It's fun. Well, now that uh, I don't know if uh, people are gonna notice because we talk about it, but like you know, we were on a. a, a Slimmer uh, recording schedule is a little more drawn out, but now that uh, time has no meaning and uh, life is just a simply a stay-at-home order. Groundhog's Day. We're, we're recording a lot more shit, which means uh, we have less time to research shit. So a lot of times it's more kind of on the fly, you know, ad-lib craziness. So, But it also means that, that uh, hopefully we're going to start popping out with these uh, once a week instead of once every other week for, for yep. at least a while. So, so uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're here to supply you, you know, sooner or later, you're going to have watched everything on Netflix. That's the thing is, you know, all the stuff that they're showing you right now, they're not 
they're not filming any new shit right now because even the actors are all on lockdown. So, but we are soon. You'll have to listen to our fucking podcast. (laughs) That's right. We will become down. (laughs) We'll become the only fucking. Well, basically, we're gonna be the History Channel. That's why I started COVID nineteen. Oh shit! Sorry. No, no, I didn't say we can edit that out. (laughs) We're gonna be the literal last men on earth. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of being locked inside with your family, uh, I've got a I've got a little kid out here that's that's pounding on the door and screaming at me. Excellent. Well, go deal with the munchkin. All right. Yep. All right. No hell gunfire. Just just well in the opposite direction of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Other way. Other yeah. way. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Peace be with you. Next time. Hail the gunfire. Hail the gunfire.